Good evening. Thank you for coming. Um, we decided to put down the uh, discussion of We were talking about what constitutes a break in a meal. Uh, emphasis on Shinoi Makom. We're going to put that down for mm, about two months. And we will discuss some of the Inyana Dioma, things having to do with Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, so on and so forth. So the very first halacha over here in Hilcho Rosh Hashanah, the Shachan Ruch says, Noagim Lakum Be'ashmoret, so we have a minhag to get up at Ashmoret. We'll have to figure out when Ashmoret is, but it's a, a point where we would wake up. So it sounds like we already would have been asleep. And we're going to wake up either uh, at some point late at night or some point early in the morning in order to say different uh, types of prayers, uh, uh, supplications, so on and so forth from Rosh Chodesh Elul all the way until Yom HaKippurim. Uh, really quickly, the Ramah here just adds, and we'll get into all of the de- details, God willing, Minhag b'nei Ashkenaz enokein. Most of us Ashkenazim, that is not our custom. We do not start from Rosh Chodesh Elul. Ela me Rosh Chodesh va'elach manchilin litkoa achar hatfilah shacharit. We have the custom of starting to blow the shofar already from Rosh Chodesh. We heard that this morning. Uh, he goes on to discuss all the different halachot over there, but our uh, minhag is to... Uh, start basically the week prior to Rosh Hashanah. We want to make sure that we have at least four days of Slichot, and again, we'll get into all of those details. Really quickly here, the Mishnah Brewer here uh, tries to discuss, number one, what's the significance of uh, this point of Ashmoret, and what's the significance of the month of Elul, right? In the back of our minds, we're like, well, we know Rosh Hashanah is coming, right? But maybe there's a little bit more to it. So first, the Mishnah Brewer says, whatever this time is, and we'll get into the details, why, what is so special about Ashmoret? He says, the Sof Halayla, the very end of the night, so Already, he's sort of tipping his hand. The very end of the night, Hakadosh Baruch Hu shot Baolam Hazeh. Hashem, so to speak, is floating through this world, which is an interesting image to think of. Vehu eight ratzon, and it's a time of great. Uh, eight ratzon is it literally means a time of great will, but it means a time where God is especially interested in listening to our tefilot and listening to our slichot and listening to our tachanunim. He's present. He is available, and he wants to hear what we have to say. So he says that is specifically the time that we want to have these uh, uh, special tefilot that we add. What's the significance of Rosh Chodesh Elul that we should start the process then? Again, maybe it's not our minhag, but at least our Sephardic brethren. Because it was then on Rosh Chodesh Elul that Moshe began the process of uh, receiving the luchot shniot, the second set of luchot after the Jewish people accepted the Torah and then unfortunately sinned with Chedah Egel. So Moshe began the process of reconciliation, which would ultimately culminate on Yom Kippur with the new set of the Luchot. So that process starts on Rosh Chodesh Elul, where Moshe goes back up to the mountain. That too was a time of Eit Raton, a time where God was basically saying, my ears are open, let's hear what you have to say. But also, it's a time of reconciliation, right? We made a big mistake, and now God says, I'm willing to hear you out. I'm willing to start the process of reconciling, so let's make sure that we take advantage. He continues, We also have sort of a hint uh, in the Pesukim. Uh, one Pesuk he quotes from Shira Shirim, If you take the first letters, of each one of those letters, the pasuk means, I am for my beloved, my beloved is for me, right? Talking about commitment, talking about love, right? So if you take the first of the first letter of each one of those words, Rashi Tevot Elul, spells out the month of Elul. So it's not just a time of eight ratzon, not just a time where God is especially uh, interested in hearing our tefillot, not just a time of reconciliation, but it's also a time of, a time of love, right? Sometimes we don't think about that, that we think of Elul and Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, right? We think of 
It's more a scary time. It says in Shabura, no, not so much. It's also a time of, of great love. And he says, so vote. if you take the last letter of each one of those words, you get ole mem. You take the numerical value, you get 40. What's the significance of 40? Corresponds to the 40 days of Elul and uh, the 10 days of Tishrei that lead up to Yom Kippur, a total of 40 days. Because specifically during these 40 days that God, like we said, he wants to hear the Tvilot, he wants to reconcile, and he feels that uh, real bond of love, right? If you don't have that love, so maybe you're not as interested in reconciling, but he does feel that, and therefore he does want us to reconcile, and that involves a process of tshuva. The Azdodo Karovlo, not only is he close to us, but we, in theory, should be close to him, and he is going to accept our tshuva. He says one other thing, the Od Smach Mikra, we have another hint from a pasuk that tells us, Umal Hashem et vet right? That Hashem is going to uh, literally, he's going to uh, perform a mila, right? Remove the covering from our hearts, right? Circumcise our hearts, to whatever extent that means. Again, that means there's some sort of barrier between us and God, and we now have the ability to remove that barrier. There, too, if you take the Rashi Tevot, the first letter of each word, you get to Elul. We've talked about in the past many other different uh, hints from different psukim. We can talk about that another time, but it's important for us to frame this time uh, as not just a time which is scary, and I need to make sure that God doesn't punish me, but more than that, it is that time, it is a time of tshuva, but it's a time of eat ratzon. God wants to hear our tefillot. That's something that you should keep in mind. It's not just something that he's willing to do, but he wants to. It's a time of reconciliation, just like at the time of the Chayda Egel, God wanted to begin the process of forgiving the Jewish people. And last but not least, it's a time of uh, a dod, a time of love. We don't always think about that because it seems like it's a little bit of a scary time, but it's also a time of love. To whatever extent that we could tap into those ideas, it will make us only that more successful in our tshuva process. Rabbi